right, folks, the next three podcasts are going to cover our first case study from the, the dictatorship and democracy section of our Leaving Sir History course, and that is Stalin's show trials. So these show trials instigated by Stalin essentially marked the start of this period of time known as the Great Terror, as party members who at some point or another defied Stalin began to become arrested. So German historian Frank Dicketer um, estimates that over this Great Terror period, more than 1.5 million ordinary people were ensnared by the secret police, interrogated, tortured, and in many cases, executed. He also estimates at the campaign's height in 1937, the execution rate in the USSR was roughly a 1,000 per day. And this all, I suppose, revolves or these show trials act as a catalyst for this great terror period where we see this reign of terror um, intensify in the USSR. So all three show trials follow this similar format where firstly we see defendants arrested and subjected to months of interrogation and isolation. Following that, torture and threats were used against the defendants' families. False promises were made um, that if the defendants confessed, they would be spared execution and their families would be kept safe. Agreed confessions were then rehearsed by the defendants on charges such as murdering Kirov, plotting to murder Stalin, conspiring with foreign powers, working with Leon Trotsky. Um, we could also see international observers invited to witness the trials. As the trials progressed, each defendant pleaded guilty at his trial and was led through his confession by prosecutor Andrei Vivinsky, a character we'll become fe very familiar with over this case study. There was no evidence apart from the confessions themselves and defence lawyers and juries were not allowed. This essentially put Stalin and the Bolshevik party as judge, jury and executioner. All defendants were found guilty and most were sentenced to death over the show trials and in most cases executions were carried out within 24 hours of the trial. So the first show trial, also known as the Trial of 16, took place between the 19th and 24th of August 1936. So the principal defendants of the Trial of 16 were Lev Kamenev and Grigory Zinoviev, alongside 14 other leading members of the Bolshevik party. So both Kamenev and Zinoviev had essentially been rivals to Stalin in the struggle for leadership in the Bolshevik party after Lenin's death during the 1920s. And both men had, I suppose, allied or sided with Trotsky over this period. And it was this opposition to Stalin that effectively ruined uh, both Kamenev and Zinoviev's careers. And they had both actually been expelled from the party over that period uh, leading up to the show trials as well. So all 16 defendants put on trial were accused of murdering Kirov, attempting to kill Stalin and Lenin, and being members of the United Trotskyite Zinoviite Center. So the trial of 16 was a carefully planned stage and acted event that was led by the lead prosecutor Andrei Vivinsky. So the trial opened up on the 19th of August in the October Hall in the House of Unions in Moscow. The 350 spectators were mainly NKVD members in plain clothes, 
foreign journalists and diplomats. The three judges sat on this raised platform in the centre um, and it's actually said that Stalin was to be present in the gallery with darkened windows at the back of the room. Over the course of the trial, the defendants freely admitted their guilt to the charges brought against them and the accused actually implicated others in their ev evidence and this raised, I suppose, the prospect of further show trials and further Bolshevik leading, uh, leading party members appearing in later show trials that we're going to look at over the next couple of podcasts. So when looking at the drama that is the show trials, it's hard not to look at Vivinsky's role in, I suppose, working overtime to support the trials and, I suppose applaud the executions that he was calling for so i just love this quote from vavinsky and um, i say love very lightly um but in the trial of 16 he's quoted as saying i demand that these rabid dogs be shot every one of them until the last one of them is wiped out so less than 24 hours after the 16 defendants um, I suppose we're given their guilty verdict in front of the 350 spectators in the October Hall in Moscow. Um, all 16 defendants were shot the next morning after the trial. And in, I suppose, the aftermath and over the course of this trial, it's just, an, it's just important to note that the Stalin propaganda machine was working overtime to support these trials and to essentially garner public support Um. I suppose for the executions and for further purges of counter-revolutionaries um, which we're going to see in I suppose the subsequent trial of 17 and the trial of 21. So really quickly where does this fit into an exam situation for us? Well first of all when we look at the typical questions around Stalin that have come up, come up in the past, we look at characteristics of rule, Stalin's leadership, use of propaganda and terror. And these show trials fit in as, I suppose, their own separate paragraphs within those um, essays or within those essay questions as, for me anyway, the show trials personify Stalin's use of terror. They demonstrate how he used this propaganda machine to, I suppose, garner support and hatred for these supposed saboteurs. So they're really relevant from that point of view. But if we focus in on 2020, the question asks, what did you learn about Stalin's leadership from his handling of one or more of the following? The Soviet economy, the show trials, wartime alliances. We can see that there's a, I suppose, a whole one third of the essay dedicated to these show trials. And if I was a student, I'd be looking to write a single paragraph on each show trial so trial of 16 trial of 17 trial of 21 anyways i'm going to leave it there folks and i'll speak to you soon